Hey, all you traders and investors, thanks for joining me once again. This is Thoughts and Trading with Trade Doc. The segment's called Eye on the Market, where we go over a broad list of 32 ETFs and ETNs that we can trade options on those ETFs or <clears throat> stocks within those ETFs. Uh, today is January 11, 2020, about 7 p.m. here Eastern Standard Time. And um, we had some good action in the market this week. Uh, the market continued to be bullish. On Friday, the, uh, Friday, the pre-session or the overnight session made all made new all-time highs. Um, this is like the first time for a while that. It's had some, uh, yeah, last time we had a down day was, and I can't even tell where it is, but it was on the 7th, so it wasn't even that far long ago. And on the 30th, you know, the 30th, like the end of, end of December, we had a down day. So the market's been bullish, almost pretty much parabolic. Um, take profits where you can. Trade what you see, you know, doing all that. Um, what I've been into this week was playing earnings. The beginning earnings season started, so I was able to capitalize on STZ, uh, Constellation Brand Earnings. And I'm actually going to now on now when I do the these weekend videos, I'm actually going to mention the earnings that I do trade. For example, this week... I have my eye on Alcoa, which is coming out with earnings either Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, and there's a, a bunch of bank stocks are coming out with earnings Tuesday morning. So Monday is going to be, you know, kind of picking direction day. Volatility, I, I imagine, will be low until probably Tuesday. Will be the day that we see volatility because of uh, all the bank earnings in the morning. Well, there's a few banks that are going to have earnings in the morning. Other than that, on the ETF swing, swinging uh, space, uh, I still trade EWZ pretty much religiously. EWZ had a retracement, still doing that retracement as of Friday. Um, I did put. Uh, a trade picked up a trade in the bottom oh yeah that, yeah last week yeah so EWZ uh, I'm looking for the bottom to, to create the wave two and looking to, to buy any steep dips in there um, the earnings trades that I did do last week were in NEO and IO and um, play some trades in snap the INFY trade, that was a good one. They were up, I think, 7% on that on that trade. And you know you got to get out of it first, you know, the first half hour of the day once the earnings release comes out. 
So I-N-F-I-F-Y, even though I am long-term long, and I, I don't have any positions in it, but I do have a long bias in that company. Um, you know, they traded down for the rest of the day, but uh, that was uh, STZ and INFY were my earnings trades for last week, both profitable. Uh, both returning, I believe, at least 100%. Yeah, so they all traded more than 100%, 70% at least. The lowest return on that on that trade was uh, 70%. And the earnings was opened on... Where is I think... For Enfi, I I opened that one early. Like I think I think the end of when volatility was low at the end of December. Nope, it wasn't. It was actually January second where I opened those um, earnings trades for INFY, returning one hundred twenty-seven percent. So, in order for you to be aware of the earnings trades, which there are, there is opportunity there. Uh, I'll be calling out trades that I'm looking to trade earnings in. Uh, so Alcoa is one of them. Uh, on Tuesday, we have in the pre-market. There's a uh, there's a few of them. Delta, there's J.P. Morgan, Delta Airlines, Citigroup, Wells Fargo, Alfria which I probably not trade. Info, probably not. WIT, probably not. FRC, Republic. So I'll be trading all these, including this one, which is me being in the construction and all. The BBCP is a new one for me. Let's see. BBCP, which is concrete pumping. I'm pretty familiar with that. So see if they even trade options in there. And this has no options trade. But this company has been as low as, you know, 330. Now it's trading at 523 with earnings coming out. Earnings coming out on Tuesday. So... You know, now that the Trump administration is looking more into the infrastructure part of the economy, um, looking into the industrials and the material sector, especially because they have been lagging. But we'll get into that once we get into the once we get into the charts. But uh, taking advantage of these earnings as well as high volatility trades so those are like the ones that i don't pick up all the time but i do pick up so i've been trading snap snap i still have a small consolidation position probably close on monday or tuesday just the volatility is high the hype is up so i'm, I'm selling premium in there aside from that 
uh, opens up trades in XLU into the long side. Uh, I've placed trades in AA, which is Alcoa. I did I did uh, buy some puts on Thursday. Thursday at the close, I bought some puts in the Qs. Also have some negative delta in the SPY. Opened up a long position in XME, Metals and Mining, and that was it. And uh, I actually do have another earnings trade, which is SPG. And they're coming out with earnings <clears throat> this week also. So a few earnings trades coming up. Uh, Neo, yeah, we went over that. I opened and closed. Actually, I still have a positive delta position in Neo. So I had bought some calls prior to the earnings. The earnings went up, and I sold some calls against it to make risk-free calendars. It just got to hang out around the three fifty to four dollar mark for a little bit. But I, I, I'm still long bias Neo. They're just not going to go up, especially with a run up like that. Uh, open and close trades in GDX for consolidation. So that was. That was pretty much the recap. It was a pretty good, busy week. So I did end up working today. So that's why I came straight over here and uh, started this video. So let's just get into it. Enough talking. You know, the, everybody knows the markets are frothy. You know, you just got to pick your spots where you want to get long. But right now, I give it some especially because of the structure it's making i give it a little bit of time before placing you know going long i'd start maybe building position as the retracement happens but anything can happen in the market so let's just get into it this is trade doc the broad 32. first up we have uso and that's oil uso is trading at 1240 which is pretty low. It's actually translated into the futures. That's at 59.12. So it looks like it's trying to come back and retest the 57.50s, which I wouldn't be surprised because that used to be uh, resistance before. Now it could act as support. I have these levels. I mean, oil just got moved and lost all the gains that it made over you know three weeks it lost it all in one day uh you know the market just the, the market maker just shook everybody out in that moment everybody just wanted to get out all at one time so that could happen like i said anything could happen for those thinking that oil wasn't gonna retrace back down now it's retraced down pretty hard it's still like following, um, still at the bottom of a trend line. So that's pretty much the only thing it's got going for it. Uh, but I still think oil would be trading at these prices. I haven't traded oil in a while, especially they've been moving up. I missed the short on it. I was I was going short and getting. I used trailing stops, so I always got stopped out 
when it trailed down. But I had good good spots. I, I picked up good spots. I just, you know, with the tight stops like that, I couldn't. I they just stopped me out. Even though it was for no loss, I think out of all the trades I did, I just lost one of them, and it was actually for nothing. And the other ones, I won a little bit on it, but I didn't miss the big move on that. And I'm sure a lot of people did. A lot of people got stopped out on the way down. But if you see these prices consolidate for a while. Next is XOP. This has to do with oil as well. These are the oil explorers. So these, I expect them to be hovering around these prices at $23. Between $23 and $25. Right now they're at twenty three twenty. You know there could be a little bit more downside to it, but um, you know I'm not I'm not in it. It's pretty low. If you're bullish on it, which I would thinking it'd be a long term reversal. Um, I think like the energy sector has a little bit to to give back, especially since it's been going down for so long. Next is OIH, and I have positive deltas here, still in a trade. Um, they came down, and now they're just hovering or basing. They might have another leg down, which would make a little uh, pretty bullish if they did come down one more time really hard. Uh, I think they'll be picked up. But all services have trickle, trickle up. Next is UNG. That's natural gas. Natural gas was actually up two and a quarter percent on Friday. So that's the first time that I see a significant rise. You know, it did it, it did go up this week. Slowly trading a channel. So would is does that mark the bottom? Not necessarily. But it could confirm change of sentiment now UNG has done this type of structure before and it was rejected so depending what happens on Monday if it could hold and, and close above these prices and not and I don't see a red bar in my in my setup that I see if there is no red bar on Monday then it's definitely confirmed to be bullish and we could see a reversal uh, and now it, I call this a structure break where it has a has some ways to go to the upside up to 19 right now it's trading at 17 next is XLU and it looks like there was a Uh, there's an extra long bar on XLU and XLU, I mean XLE, that's the energy sector. And I was actually thinking of putting some long positions in XLE, the energy sector, just because I feel like it's a little bit a safer space than oil. If I just keep some positive delta and bring it up to capture everything below 65 that's probably what I end up doing. But XLE was down a half a percent on Friday, trading at 59.80. And it's definitely looking like it's ready to turn and get and take a bounce. 
even though the in the after hours it it has some some selling next is xlu and xlu i placed some long trades in xlu because i think xlu will be in all-time highs in the next couple months the next couple weeks so xlu is going to move up now that the market has found a little bit of volatility some some shaking out is happening or until until uh and the the big traders the big players see that the coast is clear and they start buying again but they're probably not going to buy until they see some sort of uh confirmation that the market wants to continue up in the meanwhile since xlu still has a little bit ways to go not really for the all-time highs of 65 11 right now they're at 64.40 so utility sector that's where you know i'm gonna be parked for a little while i'm gonna keep on putting these option trades until uh, the breakout happens and until the breakout is done next is xli this is another one that i've been wanting to get long and it's probably a good time to get long now because they're just surpassing going into all-time high territories i think because they've been undervalued for a while they have some space to run a lot of companies in the industrial sector hasn't found a reason to go up now they now they do Next is XLB, that's material sector. They were down almost a half percent on Friday, trading at 59.58. Trading at the bottom of the channel, I like to be a buyer below 59. Right now at 59.58, so that's not too far. Uh, the volatility is low, but have a little bit more downside to retest the, the, the 59th. I'd go along. Next is XME. And XME came down Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. They were down almost 1%. Uh, looking to put another trade on. And I'm accumulating because it's doing this bullish structure. I definitely want to be a buyer right at these prices it's at right now at 27.50 to a support of 27. 17. Next is the MJ sector, and the MJ sector was down one and an eighth percent on Friday. They actually had a pretty good move on Wednesday. They were up two percent. You know, still trading this falling wedge. Call it falling wedge. Or our triangle. Yeah. It's trading this declining triangle. We're just waiting for that to stabilize. But for right now, MJ uh, trading at 1644. Next is IBB, I mean IBX, which is biotech sector and the biotech sector, even though I had some neutral trades on it, some neutral delta on it kind of out of it now just because i traded the volatility and those trades only last 
three days tops one trade lasted two days you know if you can get 20 percent in two days be happy about that so but yeah biotech sector looking like it's going to be consolidating right here in these prices between 95 and 191 gonna put some more trades on here make it a little bit wider and at the end maybe uh like a month out have some sort of straddle because it can break either direction even though i'm more to the long side bias long term next is xlv and xlv had their retracement early in the week you know i was out of it on Monday so all those the trades that I had made on Thursday Wednesday and Tuesday they all got closed uh, first thing Monday morning and bounced right off right right after that so could have gone long you know I just hit profit and that was it but XLV looking for more bullishness but definitely little bit of retracement I'd, I'd be a buyer at a hundred right now they're trading at a hundred and three next is RSR XRT which is a retail sector the retail sector was down a quarter percent trading at 4508 and there could be a bounce right here kind of created this structure I say that pretty much they bounced off support twice and these prices at 45 is pretty good support was 44.80 bounced off of there twice so that's pretty that's a good sign bullish sign if they can close next week above 45.30 then um, definitely go along even a, a buy stop at 45.30 wouldn't be a bad idea. It's just that was the, the prior point of control, and it really needs to lift above this week's point of control, which is 45.13. Next is XLP. They were pretty much unchanged on Friday. Had a good bounce on Wednesday. So that was a pretty good shakeup on Wednesday. I'm more, I've always traded this short, so uh, just waiting to see where it is. Next is XLY. XLY was down half percent on Friday, trading at 126.34. Oh, and it's really ramped up i'm sure because of amazon you know i have to get the best time the the, the real um, buy area was december 10th that's the best best time to buy was december 10th and they moved up from there pretty good From December 10th till now, they're up about 4%. So look for consolidations to positive delta. Next is SMH. 
SMH was down almost 1%, trading at 143 even. So definitely this is one of those that it's been up so much. We can't short it. Uh, every leg that it, that it pops up never gets retested. So the firm, firm hands, firm buyers on there. So trade consolidation trades or long. Next is IYR. That's the real estate sector. I closed out half my position on Friday. They were up almost 1% trading at. 92.92 which is close close enough to the 93 zone that i had i had i've been trading in at uh that position should be returning about 200 percent now especially because i opened it i opened it on december 20th so you know from december 20th till now a hundred almost 200 percent return is not as good as trading the the earnings but uh, i've been doing these this is this is the types of trades um that i do i just should should go bigger and um you know i'm gonna see more alongside in the real estate sector it'll be it'll start getting a little volatile Right now, the, the volatility is low, so probably better. It's better to buy premium than it is to sell, which this is that's one of the reasons why it took so long for that trade to to get its profits. I'm gonna go a little quicker here. Next is XLF, and they're actually looking bearish because of the chart. I mean. It gets hit in resistance, so resistance could be broken. So a break above 31 would be bullish. Right now they're trading at 30.69. So I'll be looking for that. Depending what earnings happen on uh, on Thursday, that's where the financials will be. Next is TLT, the bonds, and this is they were up almost one percent on Friday. I still have a trade in there. They're trading right in the zone. So I'll be waiting to, to hit target and close that out. Um, the bonds, they're going to be trading between 140 to 165. But there could be a breakout if it goes above uh, 138.50. So I'll be watching that. Next is GLD. That's gold. Um, gold it has some room to move up so with the scare and all the volatility people will probably be going into gold so I wouldn't dismiss it as a short or anything like that next is GDX GDX trading the zone where I predicted it at um, it's gonna retest the 29s before making another another leg down right now it's at 28.50 next is the spy and the spy is curling into my zone 
of uh, May, most of the concentration between 323, I mean 324 and 318. So that's where the, the concentration of my, my zone is. So, and that's, those are hedges and um, just the amount of material that I put into this is, is pretty good. I have bullish delta more in the long term, but the short term, um, they're, they're curling in. Uh, we haven't seen a curl in for a while, well, since last week, actually. Next is the Q's. Place short on Thursday. Uh, hit all-time all highs of, of 220.21. I closed up one position on Friday for some profit. Now I'm holding on for a few of them just to see what we get on Monday. Next is IWM. And IWM, I'd like to get long, and it's looking like it's coming close. Uh, my long zone would be like the 163s. But um, not going to get through all of them today, but. Let's see, uh, FXI continues to chug up higher. INDA, which is India, was up half percent. They're moving up higher. Made a V recovery, which is a pretty good sign. Russia keeps on chugging up. EFA, they keep on following That's that narrow range. I feel like they can break down. They were down a little over a quarter percent. Let's get to the last but not least is EWZ coming in for the wave two. Get long when you can. Thanks for listening. Till next weekend. Peace.